0: Ain't podcast, a daily show where I discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week from the Baldwin Ace Hardware, Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Dog roll call. Looks like we would have had a glimpse of O'Neill, but he already took off. Uh, We got Daisy. We got Bruce. We got O'Neill. Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, still as usual in the other room camping out likes to be alone so glad you are here my god the football over the weekend featured some serious drama I think that's what I like the most about it you 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 never know uh, what could take place it could be some fantastic scenario where there's an outrageous comeback or sometimes it's an ass kicking Sometimes it's an ass kicking because somebody gets hurt. And in this case, well, you know, you had, uh, San Francisco go into Philadelphia. Now I didn't, I didn't think, uh, uh, Philadelphia was going to lose that game. I 100% thought they were going to win, but I didn't think it would go the way they did way it did. You know, it makes sense. Uh, the one thing that San Francisco has been, well, they've been good at a lot of things this year including uh, quarterbacks not being healthy. They had an all-star season with their quarterbacks not being healthy. And what a time to really pick up the pace in that regard. You know, the NFC Championship game. Now, you can't really decide that you're going to get hurt or decide that you're not going to get hurt. So, whatever. But... Boy, I tell you what, this might be the greatest season in the history of the NFL, the San Francisco 49ers, and they're not even going to the Super Bowl, considering that they got this far, and every time you turn around, their quarterback's injured. As the season wound down, this dude, Brock Purdy, young guy, I think he's like 11 or 12 years old, takes over. And he performs awesomely. He gets that uh, 49er magic. The defense on that team is really strong. But they can only do so much. Early in the game, Purdy injures his throwing arm. Of course he's injured. He has to leave the game. In comes some guy. The first thing out of everybody's mouth in the broadcast booth is, oh, that that was actually, those were the words, oh. This old man hobbles onto the field. I think it was Joe Montana, you know, the guy was so old. I think Joe Montana now at age 60-something would have performed better Than the guy they had out there. They could have had more production out of one of the San Francisco homeless people that camp out around the stadium in their hometown where their home games are played. The guy was that bad. He couldn't even hand the ball off to people, everything sucked. San Francisco's defense was keeping them in the game, and there was one moment when they handed it to Christian McCaffrey and he said, Give me that fucking ball. I'm gonna run it in. And he did. So I was like, Oh, okay, maybe they'll make a game of it. Maybe they maybe they're one of these teams that only needs like ten points to win and they're gonna stifle the deep because you know Philly's first touchdown, uh, it was it was controversial because the fucker caught uh, dropped the ball. And uh Philly ran to the line of scrimmage and uh executed a play, which uh means you can't replay it which is bullshit. I, I think that that's a stupid rule. If a team rushes to the line like that and they act ex- they just call a play. You will say, "No. Fuck you. Fuck you." If they find out after the fact, even after you hike the ball. I don't give a shit if you score a touchdown. No, 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 no. You can't do that. That is bullshit. Just because you quickly ran to the line and hiked it and uh, ran a play Oh, we can't go back in time now. Bullshit. You should absolutely be able to go back in time. Fuck you. In fact, that should be a red flag. That if um, the team is scrambling to get to the line of scrimmage because the guy who caught the ball run back to the hole, he says, hurry up. I dropped that motherfucker. Let's get up there and just run a play. That's bullshit. But anyway, it doesn't matter because Purdy gets injured and they couldn't do shit with the ball. Uh, like I said, San Francisco did tie it, but then that was it. You know, the quarterback—no one knows his name. The guy who was the backup to Purdy. N- the announcers didn't know who he was to this day, to this minute. We don't know who he, who he is. He just came in, and uh, he ends up getting hurt. Of course, he gets hurt. Now they have no more quarterbacks. Purdy had to come back into the game and could not throw the ball. Like, his arm is, like, basically falling off. I'm surprised they were even able to hike it to him with two hands, you know? I thought they were going to have to, like, hike it to him, and, he, you know, the arm's just laying at his side all fucked up. My God. So he could only hand the ball off to people. At that point, I mean, someone's going to get killed. If I'm Brock Purdy and I only have, and I got a busted wing and I line up under center, you know, they're like, uh, three forty three hut, hut, hut. I would, I would not do that. I would go to the line of scrimmage and say, I I'm going to hand it off to number 25 behind me. Take it easy on us. Hut, hut, hut. Uh, I would take a knee if it wasn't embarrassing. Hut, hut, hut. That's, you know, you got to keep yourself alive for God's sake. Because Purdy's only like 11 or 12 years old. Holy shit. So that's it. Philly's in. Blue State Rob with Brock Purdy's arm became Jackie's knee. My daughter, yeah, pretty much. I think Jackie uh, would have had a better, would have been a better quarterback for San Francisco with her uh, rebuilt knee than Brock Purdy. So San Francisco, get the fuck out of here! Yet you, you got no business being here. You can't even keep your quarterbacks healthy. Fuck you, Cincinnati. Kansas City. Let's cut to the key portion of this game. The fact that in the fourth quarter, with one minute and three seconds to go, Cincinnati has the ball. At this point in the game, it looked to me like Kansas City was sputtering offensively. Mahomes, you know, putting a lot of pressure on a bad ankle was visibly limping. It was even affecting the way he threw the ball. Because he couldn't, uh, I guess there's a technique with how you push off of one foot when you're following through with it. You know, Romo was breaking it down, all that shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I see that. And uh, Cincinnati, um, healthier. Their quarterback, Burrow. And I thought, okay, this is it. Audio check, video check. One minute, three seconds to go. Has to get to okay, so they got to go 90 yards. And it's third and 16 at this point. The crowd's going shit. This is what I thought Cincinnati was going to win. 27 for a first down. And there's the throw. Wide open. Look at that dude was so wide open. Holy shit. Is Hayden Hurst with 56 seconds to go. Now all they got to do is get in get in the range for a field goal. You know, they've done a good job. See how they got him right there. You can go ahead and follow him from behind. Now it's another third and eight play. So they haven't been able to do shit after that big reception. Here comes Chris Jones. Hey. out oh! and that dude, number 95, he had like, he's like their best player on defense. And uh, he sacks Burroughs. So that's it. They got to, they got to get rid of the ball. That means you give Mahomes uh, 40 seconds, but I'm like, there's no way. There's no, he can't, he hasn't been able to move. And that'll be a timeout by
1: Kansas City. They moved.
0: Andy Reid showing a lot of faith in the rookie. But this dude punts it. Now watch where the dude who uh, uh fields the ball, the punt returner. Watch what he does. chrisman's gonna send it his way. Pack pedals at the 20. He's gonna take off. Takes off, and this is why he's out there. That's Sky Moore near the fifty. Okay. All right, so now it's like holy shit. He's uh, he's got him near uh, midfield. They got to get to a certain point where uh, you know the uh, percentage of the guy kicking the ball goes up dramatically. You know you want to get close. Kansas City hasn't been able to do shit though. For the Chiefs, Mahomes in trouble dumps it all. All right, no big deal. Watch this. Okay. Taking players with him to the 47. All right, so a little gain. Timeout. Mahomes limping. But you still got a chance to 17, 16, Take the 15. Shot. Take the shot. Watch and this. Here's Mahomes rolling out on third and four. Okay, now this is key. Uh, I forget which one of these defensive guys is going to do this, but okay. Mahomes is running. He can't move. All right. He can't move at all. And he tucks the ball and starts running now. And they take the timeout is you got to get to this red line to be even close to a field goal. It favors that, but you still got a chance to clock it. Take your time and take the shot down. Here's Mahomes rolling out on third and four. He's going to go for the, yes, he's got the marker. He's got the out of bounds. Okay. So he runs out of bounds. And 58 pushes him when he's out of bounds. So he picked up plenty of yardage. Tack on 15 more yards. This fucking idiot. Here's Mahomes rolling out on third and four. He's going to go. Okay, now watch 58. uh, His left leg. He's going to hyperextend that shit too. Watch. See, right now he shouldn't be pushing him. He's like, fuck you. I want to lose the game. Right? Right? Right there. Okay, uh, actually, his right leg. Right there, his right leg is nearly flippity-muppity because it wants to go the other way. But it doesn't, but it still hurt like fuck. So talk about uh, the worst play of the game for 58. He gives Mahomes and the Chiefs 15 more yards and fucks up his knee at the same time. Oh! Oh, no. As hurt as he hit the bench. And a flag's coming in to put him 15 yards closer. Oh. Unnecessary roughness defense, number 58. that 15 yards. That's that dude, 58. He's like, oh, motherfucking, this is the worst day of my life. He's laying there for, like, minutes after, you know, uh, they, 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 the Kansas City kicks a field goal. Everyone's running around the guy. They're stepping on his throat. 40-yard field goal attempt to go to the Super Bowl. Look at that! Oh no! Oh, and right there at the end. Watch his hyperextension. Playing great all day. And get. Oh! <laughs> oh no! Oh, look how fucked up that looks. Man, that's that's rough. That Shit! Hey guys, on this play, you can clearly see that Patrick Mahomes is. Bo- Oh, both feet out in the white as he's getting hit. This is a late hit out of bounds on the play. So there you go. Eight seconds. Go win the game. Here's Butker. Wow. He kicked the shit out of that ball. All the way. It's good. Oh, my God. This is all in the last minute of the game. Are you kidding me? This dude here, and then a bunch of desperation laterals coming up. Yep. Yeah, this is the. There it is on the ground. Retrieved. can okay, it get to the white guy. He sucks. He's Throw it to it this guy. To this, this is embarrassing. Oh yeah. He's not down yet. He is. Goes flying in the air. It's over. It is over. That's it. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won it. Oh, they showed this guy. Uh I think that's um yeah, that's the guy who um pushed Mahomes, you know, and then hurt his knee. What talk about a bad night. He just sat there and cried. Oh I I would too, you know. You just you you just had a boneheaded play. The entire city hates your guts. You don't even don't even go back to the locker room. This is when this stupid bastard should take off his gear and walk out of the stadium nude. <laughs> That's what he should do. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Tyler writes. Good thing Al Michaels wasn't calling that game; he would have fallen asleep during the last minute out of. Out of boredom. Blue State Rob says personal foul, muppety flippity leg breaker, defense number 58. Corey writes, Never forget the Eagles fan who ate horse poop after they won the Super Bowl. Safe to assume they represent all Eagles fans. Trash people. Yeah. The guy ate horse shit. He was so happy they won the game. He ate horse shit. Unbelievable. Mm. So that is that. Can I? I did not want Kansas City to win. I wanted the Bengals to win. I love. Uh, I just love Burrow. You know and um but you got to give it up for uh Tuma Holmes. I mean that was that was incredible. Uh gutsy performance. Um uh, and I think it's safe to say you got to begin to wrap your mind around the fact that um it's too bad Jim Nance said it. But near the end of that game he made two points which you're going to hear 1 million times between now and the game. Two little factoids that, um, you know, unless if one of the players gets caught with a hooker or something like that, or something ridiculous happens, all we're going to hear about is it's the Andy Reid Bowl. Because Andy Reid coached Philly for 14 years. All-time winningest coach. And he's coached Kansas City for 10 years. And I think he's one win shy of being the all-time winningest coach for Kansas City. I think a bigger factoid would be, how is that man still alive? He looks like one of the uh, most unhealthiest people on the planet. How is he on the sidelines, not in a scooter? That is an upset that he is actually able to stay upright during the whole game. You will also hear about the fact that Travis Kelsey, the uh, stud tight end or whatever the fuck position he is for Kansas City, His brother plays for the Eagles. No, I didn't know that. That's because his brother's the center. So uh, they're like, "Oh my God, it's the it's the Andy Reid bull, and it's the Kelsey bull." Yeah, you're gonna hear that a lot. Rob writes, "All of his kids are in jail now." I don't, I don't know about that. I know that the one is. I know the one. Um, drunk driving in the past year year and a half uh, badly injured a child in another vehicle because he caused a wreck because he was shit faced he's in prison for extended time I think another of his kids might have uh, uh, committed suicide I, I'm not even sure it, Andy Reid's kids trouble yeah, uh, Rob says uh, both of his sons are in jail. All of his kids are in jail. I only think one is. Uh, the one had a heroin overdose ten years ago. That sounds absolutely awful. And then uh, the dude about, uh, like I said, it was he was acting. Britt is the guy. Uh, Britt Reed. He severely injured a five-year-old girl in a crash after he drank alcohol in the job. Wasn't he like a... Um, yeah, he was one of the assistant coaches, I think. On the team. One time NFL assistant coach has battled drug addiction, as did his older brother Garrett, who passed at 29. That is... This is historically sad. For Andy Reid, boy, he's got a lot of things going against him to be able to uh, stay on the sidelines. Physical and mental. My God. That sounds terrible. Well, anyway. um, Travis Kelsey, who's kind of hilarious. He, um, he wanted his hands on the trophy, the Lamar Hunt trophy. So they, uh, they gave him the trophy, and this is what uh, Travis Kelsey said.
2: I appreciate you. How about this beautiful trophy? Huh? Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni.
3: You got to fight for your right, Jabroni.
0: Okay. I knew he was going to be up for one more of those. He also when Burrow was being uh interviewed and trying to praise God ladies like uh Patrick, you just won the big game. And he's like, "Yeah, I just want to I just want to praise God." And, uh, and then uh, uh, Kelsey comes in and he goes Burrow head No way! This is Mahomes' house or something like that. Or Mahomes' mansion or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Kelsey quoting The Rock and the Beastie Boys. All very current references, by the way, by Travis Kelsey. He should have thrown in a Where's the Beef? And a Pepsi. It's the choice of a new generation. You got the right one, baby. This Bud's for you. The reason why he was taking a run at the mayor of Cincinnati. uh, Where the hell is it now? Aha. Because the mayor of Cincinnati was talking shit Friday. After I'd finished up podcasting. So I didn't have this. Audio check, video check. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a- This is Aftab Perval the mayor of Cincinnati. Proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati... Headed to Head Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game. By the way, I think he's won one game there. Joe Burrow. One game. Last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. But well, this guy's very intimidating. Joseph Lee Burrow, who's
3: 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test... It's confirming whether or not he's his father. Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you know, just kind of weird. Now, therefore, I, Aftab Piraval,
0: mayor of the city of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as They Gotta Play Us Day in Cincinnati. Thank you. Yeah, but, I mean, we all know where that ended up going. I
2: appreciate you. How about this beautiful trophy? Huh? Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. You got the right one, baby. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni.
0: You got to fight. What will you do for a Klondike bar? For your right. And she's and she's buying a stairway to heaven. I knew he was going to be up for one more of those. It's tricky to rock a rhyme to rock a rhyme that's right on time. It's tricky. Does it surprise anyone that Amanda would reference the dildo company? Ha. Huh. I'm a little ashamed that Cincinnati is the headquarters for pure romance. One way or another, it's been way too long since I worked in the stupid dildo company. Uh, 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 uh. Did you guys know I host parties? Uh, Did you guys know that I can get you all your Dick products. Wow Cincinnati. That's the same time where pure romance is made. Jesus Christ. I thought we, uh, I thought we shamed that out of you of talking about the stupid shit. That no one cares about with your dumb dildo company. The Twitter or the Twitch is not your platform, as is Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for you to talk about your dumb dildos. Good God. Well anyway. So we are set. Superwolves, uh, Eagles. KC should be great. I love it. Bring it on. A little bit more on that. Uh but before I continue, even one more minute. Just know that if you want to watch the full show, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live because if you're on Facebook Twitter and YouTube right now I gotta kick you out I'm so sorry but go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live follow the page subscribe to it. it's real simple I had a conversation with Jeff Risden the other day the uh Lions insider of the huge show <laughs> and uh He goes, oh man, yeah, that. I don't do Twitch. It's confusing. I go, dude, no, it's not. It's simple. If you can log on to a website, you're on Twitch. If you can download an app, you're on Twitch. If you're at a computer, which most people do it via their phone, though, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or, Simply download the Twitch app in the App Store. There's a little uh, magnifying glass after you open it up. And then just type Eric Zane Live. All one word. There I am. Follow. Subscribe with Amazon Prime. And you're good to go. You don't have to subscribe with Amazon Prime. If you do, though, you get the show with no commercial interruptions. If you link up your Amazon Prime account, and that's free. Or don't. You'll have to sit through an ad here and there. No big deal. But that's how you do it. As always, send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. If you have any further questions or want clarification or just want to chat. And you can always download the On Demand Audio podcast wherever you download shows including Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox. Just search Eric Zane Show on your favorite platform, and off you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube. Uh, Follow me on YouTube as well. Eric Zane Show. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash Page. And Twitter, at Eric Zane Show. Follow, follow, follow. With regard to uh, yesterday, the game's come and go. And also, it was about time for Damar Hamlin to speak. Damar Hamlin... Full video. Um, I don't want his injury.
1: I think I might have it here. Demar Hamlin taking to social so, media. I want the full thing. Speaking publicly for the first time since suffering nearly fatal car Can't tell
2: you how. Thank you. Video. Appreciative. I am. There it is.
0: Um, Now, I don't know if he did this just because people are like, hey, come on, it's time for you to make a video. Or if it's like, you got to prove that you're actually alive. First thing I thought when I saw this and watched it in its entirety, uh, while he may be great at um, playing football, he's reading and he's probably tripping over words here and there and they have to edit it and because of those edits there's some moments that make it look a little strange because you know when you have the visual medium and suddenly it's at this angle and then it's like at this angle and it's it just it looks like it's doctored so i think actually that this video is going to make it worse about whether or not DeMar is dead. Audio check, video check. There he is walking in, Takes off his coat.
2: Now that my brothers have closed out a strong winning season, as I continue to make so Edit. much progress recovering, I think it's fine.
0: See that? You see how it like cuts? That is all these morons need to to um, act like Aubrey Huff. He believes this. He believes that this is not Demar, and so do this has done nothing except fuel these stupid rumors that this or stories that this man is is not Demar. <laughs> so dumb. Like, every time I talk about it, I laugh because it's just stupid. And, and just so we're all on the same page, the only reason why this happened is not to um, actually trick anyone. It's just to confuse the stupid people um, who love conspiracy theories. And they, and they should be trolled because they're stupid. People who believe in conspiracy theories are fucking idiots. And, uh, you know, the flat earther type of people. Like uh, Kyrie Irving probably thinks that this is not Damar Hamlin. Finally, a good time to
2: share a few things. I think it was important for me to wait and speak publicly at the right time as it was just a lot to process uh, within my own self, uh, mentally, physically, um, even spiritually. It's just been a lot to process, but I can't tell you how,
0: Okay, so to this part, I don't think he's reading this. I think that they're just lifting pieces and editing because he might, like, get his thoughts together. He might pause. Whatever. No big deal.
2: Um, I am of all the love, all the support, and everything that's just been coming in my way. He seems,
0: honestly, I mean, aside from the crazy shit where idiots think that this is fake, he seems like probably the sweetest person on the planet. I Love this guy.
2: What happened to me on Monday Night Football, I feel, is a direct example of God using me as a vessel to share my passion and my love directly from my heart uh, with the entire world. And I'm able to give it back to kids and communities all across the world uh, who need it the most. And that's always been my dream. That's always been what I stood for. And what-
0: But all of those edits that you see here, it. it makes it look fucked up but
2: i'll continue to stand for and with that being said i want to thank a few people who helped me most directly to get back to this moment to where i'm able to speak to you the Bills' training athletic and medical staff notably
0: they should have um um foresaw that the way it's edited would fuel the scenario of fake dem- fomar and then said to see the unedited recording of this with no edits, where he's like, okay, uh, all right, what am I gonna see here? Okay, pick it up here. And then he goes into it, because that's what's happening. That's what has happened.
2: Nate, Denny, Joe Mika, Tabani, Dr. Bassan, Dr. White. Dr.
0: These are the folks that, uh, you know, saved him on the field.
2: Kim, Dr. Mark Feinberg, Joe Collins. Dr.
0: These are the guys that, if they, and gals that if they went on the field, that asshole from the Packers would have kicked him in the face.
2: Daz, Marissa, Dr. Muzio, Corey Reblin, and last but not least, I can't forget Kel. Yeah,
0: it's a good thing this didn't happen in Green Bay because that dude would have said, get off him, let him die. The
2: University of Cincinnati Medical Center, uh, starting with Dr. Timothy Pritz, Dr. William Knight, and all the first responders who acted swiftly and skillfully to save my life. To all the medical personnel and healthcare providers at both Cincinnati Medical Center and Buffalo General Hospital, Dr. Jamie Nadler, Dr. Ken Snyder, all right. the entire time,
0: uh, to I'm my bumping ahead. Bro,
2: who is my wife, oh, wait, hold on. entire time, anchors and my everything. Who, That's his
0: mom and his dad, uh, uh, middle child, and this is the little guy. This is the little brother.
2: Never left my side the entire time, uh, to my little bro, who is my wife. Um, my reason why i strive to be my best self every day and to all my family and friends who supported me in many ways during this time
0: nice tightly knit family i like that whether it was
2: showing up for visits or just a single text just to check on how i was doing to bill's mafia um i just want to thank you so much for the
0: they need to show Stu McAllister flying through a table here
2: genuine love and support uh ever since i became a buffalo bill it's been nothing but genuine love and support, not even only for me, but everyone's situation, no matter what it was. It was, you know, Bills Mafia jumped behind No, it. that's
0: true. Bills fans are like the best. They really are. Gave 110% uh,
2: support, love, no matter the situation. Um, and, you know, with this happening uh, to me, uh, I didn't feel anything short of the love. And it really helped me. Stay encouraged to get through the toughest moments and the toughest times. I I really can't thank you enough to the entire Bills organization. Um, my brothers right. made it a possible, reaching out every day, uh, seeing how I was doing, um, calling, texting, you know, just brothers. Now he doesn't.
0: I, at the end of this, I wanted him to say, and to all you sick fucks who said I was dead, fuck you. That would be that would with all this nice music, you know. Rob with he should jump through a table to prove he's alive <laughs> Corey with skip the labor give me the baby come on you know honestly if you're a dude who just died on the field and they brought you back to life like twice uh, he, he should get five and a half minutes what's wrong with that
2: of team loyalty All right, uh, you made my day every day uh, you inspire me to keep dreaming big and to just continue to keep helping, making this world a better place. It's always been
0: important for me, man. If I'm him, because you know how much, uh, support, like a uh, handwritten notes you got from everybody. And if, if I get a box of handwritten notes, there is no fucking way I'm going to open all those. He's got probably a hundred thousand cards and letters to open up. I would just like, you know, you know, at the blessing of the bikes, when the priest puts his hands up, he goes, you're all blessed. And all these, you know, they all ride away. Yeah, okay. I would just say, okay, thank all them and then throw them all away. Get them out of here. Thank you so much, but I cannot spend four years opening all of these cards and letters. Me to be a role
2: model, but just seeing the love and the support from the youth, uh, it just just makes me wanna, you know, give back feel talk to and know that whatever they dream of um, it's real it can happen uh if you if you stay focused stay dedicated uh stay committed to whatever you got going all right all right. from all the support he's talking
0: about all the uh money that he that uh, came into the uh chasing M's foundation look at that nine million dollars plus uh as of this whatever it was but uh that's that's incredible because he only wanted like a few thousand dollars to get the ball rolling on that charity I would say that with $9 million, uh, I mean, my God, you're going to be able to expand. Everybody's going to get new toys for fuck's sake.
2: I have the words to express the gratitude. I was started small just to be able to. Shit. My-
0: with that $9 million, you can invest that. And uh, you're going to, that, that thing will never, he'll be able to take that money and like be given scholarships and shit to people. Right,
2: small community back at home at Keys Rocks. Uh, I just wanted to, to uh, and you these kids. Uh, all right,
0: I'm, I'm uh, all jumping ahead now.
2: now. Well, I'm so thankful to everybody. I know that it isn't enough just to be thankful. This is just the beginning of the impact that I wanted to have on the world. And with God's guidance, I will continue to do wonderful and great things. I couldn't do this without any of the support and the love. And I can't wait to continue to take y'all on this journey with me.
0: There he is. Great big smile. He does his little heart thing. And now that's the brand now. That's the brand is that that heart. And so he's got it made. This dude only played a couple of years of football. And if he doesn't play anymore, and I don't know if he will or won't. But (laughs) Rob says PlayStation 5s for everybody. Uh, if he decides not to play anymore, that's his best option. So he's going to get in front of a doctor and the doctor's going to say, yes, this was a fluke. You are 100% uh, safe to play. Now go on out there and get it. I would say, thank you, doc. I'm not going to tell anybody that we had this conversation. Uh, fuck you. And then he's going to have the doctor killed. So he doesn't, uh, you know, fucking squeal. And then, um, you know, he's going to wind, doctor's going to wind up dead. And then DeMar is going to uh, have a press conference. The doctor who just died said, I could not play football anymore. So uh, uh, sign up on chasing M's, whatever. And uh, he's going to go do public speaking and make $50 million in appearance uh, this brand now the heart is gonna be it's gonna be everywhere and he did it right, you know he did it uh, uh patiently and and was very sweet when he was describing what he wanted to describe and uh you know, referencing God and he had his family there and his beautiful mom and his handsome dad and his brother is fantastic. this is all great, but it's gonna result in murder. At the end of the day, DeMar is going to make so much money going forward. Incredible. Or he'll play again. Sean says when it comes to getting fan mail, Zane would get a box of cease and desist letters. This is true. This is true. All right, so yes uh Saturday night, the video comes out. Now we had spent the week oh wait a minute, hold on before I get to that, let me get to this. this is an example of uh the the video did nothing. it did nothing but fuel uh, more conspiracy theories. Why the fuck can I see this? Here you go. To anyone who says the DeMar Hamlin video can't be a deep fake, let me remind you that this is not Tom Cruise with Paris Hilton. This dumbass says this is a deep fake. Look at the mouth movements. Not natural. Damar Hamlin speaks publicly for first time since cardiac arrest. Don't let this Damar Hamlin video distract you from the fact that the injury was still fake and a Masonic ritual. <laughs> Deep fake of DeMar services to quell conspiracy theory, smokescreens, real issue, what caused cardiac arrest. I just love the fact that they've, they've uh, uh, woven it into the uh, uh, COVID vaccine. It's just fantastic. It makes me so happy. Deep fake clone, RIP DeMar killed by Pfizer. <laughs> and The evil scientist. Deep fake. Look how jittery the movements are. The same exact eyebrow and lip movement. If I had to place a bet, I'd wager the new Damar Hamlin video is a deep fake. Until he is seen in the flesh by humans with cameras, videos like today's are are, are meaningless. Okay. Oh my God. So that's where we are. The videos only made this like the video made this whole thing worse. In my opinion, you needed to show the unedited video, but whatever, who cares? To me, this adds to the mystique of DeMar. If you're him, you know, with your little heart thing going on there and you, okay, now he can, this dude at 20 something years old, Is going to make 10 times more money than what he made playing football. And he's not going to have to destroy his body playing it. Okay. Uh, This is all going to work out and it should. I love it. When I got my hands on this video, uh, Chris D sent it along. I was uh, at a traffic light and I took the video and I wrote, just got off the phone. With Huge, he thinks this video is fake. (laughs) And I tweeted it out because we had been busting balls about that all week. Going back and forth. In the context of the show, that was one thing. But after I posted it, it was uh, out there and I tweeted it at him. About 15 seconds after it uh, hit the internet, I get a text. And he was pissed. Oh, shit. And then I, um, it's a good thing because I'm so stupid. I would not have thought anything of it. That's how mine works. How my mind works. You know, um, this is why I was telling him. This is why I can't, that, that I, uh, this is why I don't, I can't work at radio stations. This is why I get fired. He writes, so. uh, do not put bullshit out there that said I was the Hamlin video said the Hamlin video was fake. You can't do that to me. Don't target me with lies. Have fun, but not that right after that, I deleted it. And I ended up tweeting out, Hey, I was totally kidding about bill. And I, honestly, when I do that, Because he's right. I mean, no one knows the context of the show that we were talking on. I mean, not everybody listens. Um, So I felt bad right away. I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. I wrote, sorry, I deleted it. He wrote, thanks. I said, that was dumb of me. I feel bad, sorry. He writes, all good. Please never post or say anything on your podcast claiming I said something I didn't say or post. Thanks. And I wrote, of course. Next day. All good Z dog. We are both here to help each other. There's a lot we can still do together. I wrote, Oh, of course I had so much fun with you that I lost my head. I'm an idiot. Sometimes I'm an idiot. Sometimes that's why I'm not on the radio regularly. He says, you're not an idiot. You're entertaining. I said, thanks buddy. He says, you just need to know the line that you can't cross with people who support you. I said, that's exactly correct. Um, he says, think of it this way. Podcast is wide open. Any public outlet there needs to be innuendo or total humor on it. And then he wrote a comment about something else that I don't want to get into. That's just hilarious. I wonder if he'll pick up. Because then after I tweeted it, people are like, what did you say? What did you say? What did you do? If he has the kids, he's not going to pick up. He's not going to pick up. It's not happening. There's no way. (laughs) I love that. You can't leave a message. It just makes it a weird doot doot doot. All right. So that's what's up. That's what went down. I actually did feel bad after that. I was like, ah, fuck, you're right. This is, I I get so um, uh, wrapped up in the joke and, and wanting to have the fun that i i fuck it up blue state rob says bill seriously needs to stop calling them insiders or quit doing radio what 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 is that what's wrong with them calling people who know shit about shit insiders Kyle says next NFL season, we're going to see a lot of players with health health conditions who can, quote, no longer play because they can make more money doing what DeMar is doing. He's a legend. Can't drop the E out of you, says Eric is Bill's deep fake insider. Aram says let's get Bill's pick up on the advertising scroll. <laughs> no, no, no. We're good. We are good. But that's funny. That would break my heart if Bill. we had to have Bill's pick on the advertising scroll. Which, you know, the advertising scroll is all people that help me on the video live stream. With the exception of Smug Beer. Smug Beer is fucking, uh, in my opinion playing with fire I was like oh shit if you go to their subreddit oh boy reddit.com slash r slash fbhw someone posted the thread live shows because they were, they just spent the weekend. Um, Friday morning, they did a show in uh, in Nashville, and then in the evening, they did like uh, one of those paid live shows. Which, I mean, seriously, it's always fantastic. I am very envious of that. That is, uh, that's really great. Always has been. I didn't necessarily care for doing them, um, but it's still wonderful for the fans. I mean, Jesus, that's what it's all about. And Jesus Christ, if I, first of all, I'm shocked at this because he's usually not this loose-lipped. But this person uh, wasn't too impressed uh, with what had happened and spilled the beans on some of the events of the day. Um, The person writes, I was at the uh, night show in Nashville on Saturday night, and it was more cringe than funny, in my opinion. So I'm like, oh, all right. This person writes, they tried too hard and so little at the same time. Outbursts of random sexual or crude nature jokes, which doesn't hit the ears well from them because they're censored most of the time. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, come on. That doesn't sound like that big of a deal. This person adds, they literally took an idea from Impractical Jokers by having each person read a slideshow that was not prepared by the speaker. Some parts were amusing, but it was a recycled bit where little or no effort was put into it. I truly think they thought of it on the plane ride there. I don't know. No idea. Then they played Family Feud with the local Nashville radio show. Okay. And then this person writes, but the part that was so uncomfortable was when Freebeer complained a lot about his ex-wife, Amanda. Oh, Oh, boy. Almost like he's not over it, which is fine, but it felt a little cringy and unauthentic. All right. If she finds out about that, you know, I don't know. To me, if that gets back to your ex-wife, who probably wants to kick your ass, she probably can also make your life very miserable. And that does not sound like the Greg that I knew for two decades. To go after his fucking ex-wife? Oh, boy. Uh, this person adds the show didn't appear sold out like it was in the past. I remember not being able to get my food or drinks. till the show was almost over because of the crowd. Hold on a second. O'Neill. You all right, buddy? He's doing one of those reverse sneezes. Uh, certainly not complaining about that, but there was a noticeable difference in the crowd size. It could have been that it was the first time since COVID that they had been there. But still, listened for years, loved the show, but it's just not the same anymore. I hope they keep as many listeners as they can. Controversies aside, it's just different. And I'm not a fan that they don't have to... And I'm not a fan, but they don't have to placate to me like the rest of the crowd. (laughs) This guy says... um, Wait a minute, this one says... That is one thing I definitely don't care for is the amount of sexual things. It's like they do it to be edgy instead of funny. Some well-placed sex jokes are are funny, but they have been overdoing it. And then this guy. It's one of the things I didn't like about EZ. Everything was turned into innuendo or outright sexual comments. Comes off as lazy, not funny. Well, that is bullshit. Because I fucking, when I describe this show to people all the time, this show. They're like, okay, uh," and I'm like, well, I swear all the time, but I don't get that sexual. Occasionally, we'll discuss sex-related things on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, but, I mean, and you might have a reference here and there, but I've never been comfortable with that myself. Um, There might be a, uh, uh, on the radio, you could have innuendo and things like that, and, like there's a drop. Oh, you mean anal. That's just fucking funny. So yeah, sure it happened, but I don't think it was as uh, prominent as that person says. Maybe, I don't know. Um So that's um that's just very strange. This guy says it's weird to hear a couple of 50-year-old guys talk about sex. Freebeer, especially married someone quite a bit younger than him, and he loves to talk about having sex with her. Ever since the divorce, he's really had that midlife crisis energy about him where it's clear that he wishes he was Kelly's age. Oh, fuck. God damn. (laughs) I I would be so bummed out if you were writing this about me, man. Hmm. So that was rough. So if you're Greg's wife and she finds out or ex-wife and she finds out about this shit, I'm like, God damn. You know what else he does on that show that really makes me wince? Um, he's constantly talking about, uh, and I have to be careful because I, I want to be more careful than, than what he is, but he references one of his children and the child's struggles with mental health, the child struggling with being concerned about bullying and I mean, he's getting into like various medical things with the kid on the air and, and what the kid has its ups and downs with and very, uh, uh real shit. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. That if anybody that goes to school with him hears that shit and knows what's up, they're gonna use that as fodder to make life difficult for the little guy. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It, it, fucking reel it in, you idiot! You don't, you don't, you don't uh, divulge. You don't have to divulge everything just because you're boring as fuck. And, and not interesting doesn't mean you got to, quote, keep it real. If the kid's worried about being bullied, don't just throw shit that someone would use against him in bullying fashion out to the world, you dipshit. No. God damn. When Jim had a baby, I had to wait an extensive amount of time till he was out of school before we talked about it. Of course, he was much older than your kid is now. Don't divulge that personal shit. You fucking moron. This is why you're stupid, Smug Beer. God damn it. He actually opened up the show two or three days ago. With a uh, example. Like the first thing out of his mouth. Stopped down and for 10 minutes divulged all this shit. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. God damn it. All right. Anyway, done with my rant on smug beer. Hey, what's up? It's your pal easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane show podcast. The Eufy video lock. Oh my gosh. Smart lock, 2K cam and doorbell, three in one triple security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemail hoping that you got this app that it's gonna work okay and that app and oh my god. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes, they walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com/slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing. Howard for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to Ufiofficial.com/ videolock slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock kyle says new segment this is why you're stupid where Z- zane explains why someone is dumb Aram says they have too many around the room segments and have to dig deep. It's exactly true. You know, Oh, what am I going to talk about now? What am I going to do now? Ryan says you should play the disclaimer, Eric. No, I'm not because I didn't say it on the radio. Dipshit said it on the radio. Corey says, you never explain why his face is in the ad roll. Because it's a mock. I'm mocking him right now. Look at that fucking face. Oh, my God. What a smug asshole. That's the face of a guy who reveals something very personal uh, about his kid on the radio. And fucking, what is the saying? Forest and trees or something like that? There's something about forests and trees. He's doing that. Can't see the forest through the trees. Is that what you say? Oh, that's him. All right. Uh, sign up for me on Patreon. Get more podcasting each and every day. This week on who are these Zanes. Uh, Ryan is going to be sitting in for Ben. Ben taking a trip to Florida. We will put together a Who Are These Zanes episode with Ryan taking a shot at co-hosting. You got to be nervous. I'm guessing you're shitting water on this deal. This is your big break, Ryan. I'm so happy that you said, hey, I want to do it. Kyle says you can't see forest from trees and can't smell your own shit on your knees. Hmm. Blue State Rob says he's too busy trying to tell his past self that he's banging a woman he couldn't get in high school. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Sign up on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane for five or ten bucks a month. Uh, Listener supported ad free Patreon. If you like this uh, free podcast, you will love the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616 532 6600. An amazing group of people. That will keep your vehicles running soundly. Whether it's preventative maintenance, uh, something happened that you're suddenly you don't have a car. My God. Get it over to Irvine's and they will take care of the rest. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup, rental car if you need one, loaner car, I should say. Uh, you're not renting it. They just give it to you. It's It doesn't cost you anything. Um, All at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And uh, they, of course work on every make and model with the exception of volkswagens evs hybrids specialties and of course regular plain old-fashioned combustible motors 616-532-6600 thank you to a and e heating and cooling 616-516-8579 number one in west michigan uh by all means go ahead and uh Get an estimate from anybody else in the area for any type of furnace repair. Maybe you're just looking for a brand new furnace or air conditioner. Yeah, by all means, get a couple of estimates. Don't just go with the first guy there. Get two others. Take a little time. Two other estimates. And then Joe Martinez is third. 616-516-8579. He's going to beat the other guys. Excuse me. If by chance he doesn't say, oh, sorry, you got to beat this. Eric Zane said, you'll beat it. That's awesome. Play that card every time. Don't even tell him that you're getting two other estimates. Just keep it to yourself. Because I like it when you surprise him that this message comes from me. He deserves that. All right. 616-516-8579. This podcast is has made him a millionaire many times over. So uh, that's what I'm all about. He's so rolling in the dough. He shows up at these jersey auctions, and these schleps are bidding on jerseys. Jerseys like $1,100, $1,200. It's going up by $100 a pop, and Joe just goes, $5,000! And everybody goes, ah, oh, fuck you! Money goes to charity. Joe don't care. He's just... he. Wipes his ass with money. He's got so much money. I'm kidding. 616-516-8579. Linda says, so no Ben and Eric podcast this week? Or will it be Ryan and Eric? I don't know yet. I know we're going to do Who Are These Zanes? Maybe I could bring in Stu McAllister. I don't know. I haven't I haven't gotten that far in the week yet. It's only Monday. But that's a good idea. Good thought. We'll do something. We got to do something, right? I can't leave you hanging. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. You need a mortgage. Here you go. Anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of... Alaska, Hawaii, South Carolina, and Maine. Oh, my God. Thank you. NMLS number 3035-231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Call them up. uh, Give them a shot. Say, hey, what can you do for me, buddy? Whether it's your first mortgage or you've done this many times, maybe you're just getting money out of your home to pay off a high-interest credit card bill, you can do it with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um got uh, sick and tired apparently mother nature did of hearing everybody say where's the snow in west michigan Where's the snow It uh man it, it hit We went to go see Wally over the weekend and then good thing we left when we did on the way back because it started to snow on the last stretch of roadway, getting back to West Michigan. And then it kind of didn't stop, man. I got a foot where I live, a foot of snow. In fact, I got back early enough that I reached out to Doug at Bosco's and I was like, hey, buddy, I'm coming into work. I worked on Friday and then I said, I, I, I'm here early enough. I'll come help you on the on the dinner service. And he goes, oh, thanks, man, that's great. So I go driving there. I'm in Diana's car and through this area where Bosco's is. Um, as you're driving, it's like this. Uh, they they kind of reconfigured this traffic area in and around Bosco's. And it was very, very snowy. So everything was snow covered. And uh, the road that went straight, they, they changed the configuration. There's a hard right. And I just kept driving straight and hit a curb. And the next thing I know, I'm driving on this green space I'm in Diana's car. I'm like, and it wasn't a giant curb, so I, I thought it was going to fuck up the rims of the car, but it didn't, thank God. And next thing I know, I'm driving in an open field in Diana's Accord. I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, so I, I go, well, oh, fucking might as well keep going. I got to the other side of it, dropped down, back on the road. Parked, went in. Okay, which by the way. Um, fucking so much fun working at Bosco's and, uh, and Doug, Doug said to me, he goes, why are you doing this? And I said, well, to be honest with you, I got to work a little harder He goes, what are you talking about? I go, well, Madison school is expensive and I don't, I don't want to, uh, leave anything to chance on this deal. So I need to earn more so that I can pay more. So If I have free time, I'm going to come here and work. And he pays a great wage, by the way. If you need hours or you want to work somewhere, you should bang on their door. And I go, so, all right. And I go, and second of all, I get a little bit, my brain starts to get a little weird for, because of being here all the time, talking to a camera, talking to dogs, I don't get a lot of uh, workplace type of dynamic or interaction, and I like working. I enjoy that, and I like you guys. Your family is a lot like my family, close-knit, okay, Um, and we can have a great time. So that's basically it, and it helps you out. So, in fact, Friday I go in there, and um, I didn't get there because I did the huge show, and I got done at 6 and drove directly to the restaurant. And they were in the middle of a rush. Big time. And um, the shit was hitting the fan. And Doug and Dougie, which is his son, are both in the kitchen. Dougie's about his late 20s, I think. And Doug's on the grill uh, cooking the burgers. And Dougie's starting to come unglued. You know, you get overwhelmed. So I immediately... I'm a kitchen assistant. I'm like on the buns. I'm putting the buns down. You gotta toast the buns on the grill. You know, put a little butter on them, put them face down. And I'm helping them with the fries. And very quickly, very quickly, um, we started to dig out of this hole. And they were, he was so appreciative of that. He wanted to hug me. I go, ah, oh, no, no, it's awesome. No, no worries. Uh Linda says, Did any listeners or former listeners come to Bosco's. No, but I a lot of people did recognize me. Um that were actually in there that go, hey, I know it. Uh, yeah, how you doing? I think that they're I think that they were kind of like at the bar and they see me in the back. What's he doing back there? You know? Might recognize me from the Griffins game. Uh Blue State Rob says we need burgers named after some of the Zaniacs. Yeah, we could call it the retarded burger. You could get <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. We gotta have one called the Poverty Burger. I just got the big black dick because I know you want to hear it. The Stalker Burger.
1: I'm a 50 year old man doing what a 50 year old man should.
0: All right. There's probably more jokes there, but I don't want to work them out live. Yeah, I'll let you do it and write them. I'll let you figure them out and write those jokes in. The BBC Burger. The Meemard burger, a patty with peanut butter and jalapenos. Jalapenos? Do you say no's or yo's? The Garden of Listeners Veggie Burger. Oh. <laughs> yes, the infamous Garden of Listeners speech. That they that they wrote and posted. That was so much fun. You can order the Andrea go to Arby's and buy their unused roast beef. The the Andrea uh, floppy Labia burger, where the beef is like hanging off the sides like tarps. What? Wouldn't it have to be well-used roast beef, Ryan writes. Yes, I'm guessing. Chris in Maine says, stop. You could have the Patriot Nick burger. It's just a lonely bun with no meat. The lonely Nick. Yes, that's what it is. Hey, what do you want? A lonely Nick? It's just, a, it's just a fucking bun. There's nothing on it. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, all right. So anyway, um, it snows all night. I wake up. We have a foot of snow in the driveway. All right. I gotta get rid of this fucking snow. And it's, uh, I can tell it's, it's heavy, wet snow. This is. It's going to be tough. My snow is kind of like, I think it's, there's something wrong with it. I think that belt needs to be tightened because it doesn't take much to bog it down. You got to get the thing and stuff it in the little chute. Get all the frozen uh, slush out of it. It's a pain in the ass. I go to start that fucking thing up. Prime it. Turn the choke on. Pull it. Nothing. I go, uh. Oh. Because it's got an electric starter on it, but I never use it. I just pull it. It starts up every time. What the fuck, man? That, that That's rare. Prime it a little more. That's been cold. Pull it. Nothing. Pull it some more. Nothing. Now I'm getting tired. Oh my God, fuck. I need an extension cord. I got to use the electric, the electric starter. No extension cord. Go all the way in the backyard. Get the fucking extension cord in the pool shed. Go to the front. Walking through one foot of snow. Not the easiest thing. Plug it in. Plug it into the wall the starter doesn't start what the fuck I try like two three times "Ah, I better stop I'm gonna fuck up the starter on this thing you know you do that too much uh, my god Um, Chris in Maine says the ugly wife salad Fuck. Lucid Rob says, the crank, a foot long, coated in Alabama white sauce. Ryan says, the lonely Nick, not even keto people can eat it. I don't know what this means, but it just sounds funny. The alligator fuck, fuck house burger. All right, back to my snowblower. Hang on. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. Daisy is licking Bruce. We cannot have that. Tyler makes a joke that if I say it, Megan's going to kick my ass. Tyler, I cannot, I do not support that joke, Tyler. I will get in so much trouble if I read that. In fact, that is not funny, Tyler. That's a terrible joke, Tyler. I do not like that. Come on now. fucking idiot all right where was I? I gotta stop looking at the comments they're fucking great the defending my huge mom and getting threatened with legal action burger that's another joke from sean Blue Rob saying something horrible. What the fuck? The jokes are completely out of control. You'll have to go to the Twitch stream and look at what these sick fucks wrote. God damn. While standing there over the snowblower, I go all right, I know what's up. It's got to be the spark plug. So I remove the plug and it's it's like, oh, well, this is clearly a fouled out plug. It's black. It's, you know, there's no way this thing's firing. But that's weird how it just died, you know, because the the thing has been running great. Pull out the plug, spray uh, some solvent on it, get a wire brush, clean it really good. I go, this thing's going to be, this thing's going to be awesome. Put it back in. Put everything back together, nothing. This is like 10, 15 minutes. Now my neighbors are like looking at me. I'm getting ready to get the neighbor to walk up and say, hey, you want to borrow mine? And I'm like, oh, shit, that's the ultimate, ultimate humiliation, you know? And then I realize I have, no. the throttle is not on. There's. It's getting no gas. You have to turn, it's just a lever. You just pull it up. You know how you have it? It's either on turtle or jackrabbit. It's on turtle. That's not enough to get it started. Put it on rabbit. Start it right up. Fuck me! What an asshole! I got to take that thing in though because there's something wrong with it. Uh, it the it should be it should sh- uh, throw snow further than one foot. I mean, uh, the only reason why I use it. It would take, it takes me longer to use the snowblower than I would a shovel. It's not as exhausting as using a shovel and that would have been exhausting, but it just takes too damn long because I'll, um, I can only, uh, you know, like you, you want to be, you should be able to use, cut an entire width of the, of the snowblower swipe, but I can't do that because it bogs it down. I have to only cut like about six inches into the damn thing into the pile of snow. It's terrible. So that thing needs a tune-up or some shit. I don't know. I'll take it over to the guy who repairs them. Blue State Rob says, make sure you don't forget to mix the the oil and gas with a snowblower. Now, this one doesn't take that. This one takes just straight gas. Okay, I can say this one. Corey writes, get yourself a Dean Burger. You can't eat it within 100 feet of a school or playground. There you go, that's that's it. Everybody can get behind that one. I'm all about that. That's true too. I mean, Jesus Christ. All right. <clears throat> but um, I'll, I I uh, I'm gonna go. I'm working Tuesday, by the way. Okay, and uh, so. I'll be, uh, I'll be there, and I'll come out and see you. If you want to go to Bosco's, go there, and uh, whoever is serving you, make sure you say, Eric Zane, is he here? I want to say hi, and I will come see you. By the way, Doug is um, a badass. Doug is, um, he looks like a uh, middle linebacker. Doug, the owner. He's about my age, and um, you'll know him when you see him. Uh, Lifts a lot of weights, very, very strong. And, um, he's been in a lot of fist fights. And, uh, it's a family affair because you got Doug and Doug Jr., and then, uh, Dee Dee is Mrs. Doug, and, uh, Lindsay, which is Doug's daughter. So they're all together. The whole family is working at the same time. Well, um, the way this works is the dynamic is if anybody starts to be rude, it'll get you to a certain point. The, uh, the server, in this case, Lindsay, you know, she's got pretty thick skin, but if things start to go south, just a glance, that's a note to dad that he's got to come out and flash the badge. And that happened Friday. If anybody starts giving Lindsay or or DD, uh, sh- uh, shit. Well, then the sheriff's going to come out onto the floor and he's going to start waiting on your table. Now it's not going to go up and like punch you in the fucking face, but you know, if, so- if you suddenly get a change in servers or bar or a bartender, that's, that's what's going on. That's a dynamic. And if it ever gets even more escalated, then Doug would give a, a glance to Doug E. Jr. And now you're really fucked. So the whole family is going to beat the shit out of you. Fuck me. that is, I'm like, I want to see that. Fuck. Yes. So fucking cool there. I'm like, Jesus. And then, um, you know, the rush is over. Uh, Hudsonville shuts down at 9 p.m. Suddenly, no one's there. It was packed. Suddenly, no one's there. <laughs> Everybody pours a drink. They're all drinking at the bar. You want to drink? I don't drink, man. I'll have water. Oh, okay. And then, you know what they do for me? Everybody who goes home at the end of the day gets free food. Doug makes them food. What do you want? I'm like, are you kidding me? I get free food? What? Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this place is great. I'm having the time of my life there. I'll be there Tuesday. Come see me. Uh, Thank you to Troy Ginzer, Tag Accounting and Tax Services. 616-301-9516. Okay, do this. Skip doing the taxes. Skip all the stress. Call the Gins, Tag Accounting and Tax Services. The absolute best. <clears throat> excuse me, he's trying to set a record this year in number of returns done. 616-301-9516, tag accounting and tax services. You can find them online, tag cpa.net. Not just doing your personal taxes. If you need someone to help you with the day-to-day operations of accounting at your business, they can help you with that. That's what I utilize Troy for uh, personal taxes and the business side of things. He built me what's known as an S-corp. For this little business that I have eric zane productions l l c and um I don't know what that is. no, I have no idea. I go, what is it?" he goes you' don't, yeah, it's a, you're you're a business you actually get a paycheck now every two weeks. you actually get uh social security taken out, federal taxes, state taxes. Uh, All that shit taken out of each paycheck. You are a business. I go, why do you do that? He goes, tax advantages. Uh, Rather than just, and and it uh, helps you with, uh, what is it? Small business tax or some shit like that. Or I don't know what the fuck it is. All I know is that he helps me and he can help you too. Reach out uh, to the Ginn, 616-301-9516. Please mention the Eric Zane show. Because he said to me the other day, he goes, it's working. I've already had five or six people that want me to do the returns for him. I go, thank you. That's awesome. So I'm thanking you for reaching out to him. It's going to cost you about a hundred bucks, probably north of by a few, but I'm not even sure. It just depends on your return. But I just say that so you know generally what you're going to spend. 9516 Tag Accounting and Tax Services. Sarah Honda Granville, go test drive a new Honda Pilot. Oh my God, it's awesome. This thing is so sweet. You're going to love the brand new 2023 Honda Pilot. Go there, test drive it. Sarah Honda Granville, online at sarahondagranville.com. They're on Kenowa, just north of 44th Street. I heard from um, Joe Morin. Long-time pal, long-time listener. He says, are you sure Sarah Honda sponsors your podcast? Derek, his son, and I are here. And Javeria has never heard of you. I don't know. I said, maybe she never got the message. Thank you for mentioning my name. I will pass it along to them. And he said, no, Javeria is a dude. Uh, Go see my friends at Sarah Honda Granville. Go check out not only the brand new cars, test drive those, and then figure out what you want on it and order away or drive off the lot in a certified pre-owned vehicle that's like new with a warranty. Okay? Sarah Honda Granville. I want to get into this deal about um, Paul Pelosi. That's the guy in San Francisco His wife is Nancy Pelosi, and the dude broke into the house and uh, beat him up with a hammer. This is incredible. Audio check, video check. As Nate writes, the tax hobbit just did my taxes. He's awesome to work with. Thank you. Amanda asks, what happened to limo work? Yeah, I haven't gotten a gig you know, what's funny about limo work is, um, I had gotten, I got my, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, my license, my CDL, is that what it's called? CDL. I passed the, uh, written exam and then I started, uh, working for the practical exam and then I suddenly ran out of time and stopped and then I forgot everything I learned. So then I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So I kind of just quit. I still do limo work. Like I said, I did the Lions game um, a number of weeks ago. So I still drive the sedans. And if they need somebody to drive a sedan, I'll do it. But I don't do it that much. And the thing I like about um, Bosco's is it's like a set time. Typically with limo, it's a call. And then if I have plans made, I have to, everything gets kind of shuffled around. It's fine, but... I think I like this better. Blue State Rob has a hamburger. The lie to your ears burger comes with a free polygraph. Aram, this sounds like snark. The air brake test seemed a little difficult. Yet for you anyways. What the fuck are you talking about? probably best to not do the limo work. You know, you can't help yourself. I've said this to you before. No matter what you say, it's impossible to know whether it's snark or not because of the level of snark you always give. I'm starting to wonder if you even like me. That's what I i think deep down, you hate me. that That's what I'm thinking is going on here. I think you actually hate the show. He says you flunked it. No, I passed it after a couple of attempts, which happens all the time. Again, relax. This is why you're now categorized with Amanda. You know, you're your, your, your now in the same grouping. The whole Amanda, Kenny, Arum thing. You're all, the three of you are like a posse. That I look at with hmm, a wayward eye when the comments pop. Strange to me. All right. The Paul Pelosi attack. Audio check, video check. This is how, how it unfolded that night. Now, there's no sound of this audio. Okay. So... This is the dude. This is a bad guy. And, you know, he's just walking around. Hey, you know, I'm in I'm in Paul Pelosi's backyard. He looks at the video camera. Kind of checking things out. All right, I'm gonna go back here now. I've got this. He's got like a backpack. It looks like he's getting ready to camp. This is the backyard, but doesn't this look like a fucking bed with a headboard here? All right, there was an edit. He's reaching into his bag of tricks. I'm not sure what's going on here. There's a, a, that might be a hammer. He's putting on gloves now. Okay. Now he's getting his, his, his implement of destruction here. Now he's, he's trying to break in through the, the back door. He's, he's banging the hammer. He, uh he gets through the door. And now he's climbing in here and there he goes. So now he's in the house. Very little time passes. The cops are on their way. Let's see. Um 102822. I don't know why this says 1039 a.m. I thought it happened at night. I don't know. Who knows? This is the the police, though. The guy's in the house. The cops are at the door, and they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" Now, at this point, they don't know that yeah. Pelosi's life is in jeopardy.
2: Twenty six twenty, right? No, twenty six
0: forty. Oh, yeah, literally said that. Hi, hey guys. Okay. Crazy guy goes, "Hi guys." He has Pe- Pelosi's woken up to see what's up. This guy says, "Okay, I'm going to kill you." And he's hanging onto Pelosi's arm. And uh and for some reason this guy answers the fucking door.
2: "How you doing?" Oh,
0: yeah. Paul Pelosi's hanging onto the hammer with one hand, and this lunatic's got the hammer with the other hand.
2: "What's going on, man?" "Everything's good."
0: Look at that smile. Did you see that? He goes, "Everything's good." "What's going on, man?" Good. Wow! Hi. I Drop know. the hammer. Uh,
3: um, nope. Hey. hey, 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 What is going on
0: Holy shit! Did you see that? He goes, nope. He wrestles it away from Pelosi and bashes Pelosi over the head with it. Holy fuck! I got him, Pelosi's hurt. He's out.
2: Every uh-huh. 14 Everton back up code three.
3: Code three back up at it. two Give
0: me your fing hand. Give three. me your
3: fing hand.
0: I hear someone groaning or something. I don't know what the fuck that is. Maybe it's a dog.
2: Number 14, number ten, medics code three as well.
0: That's Pelosi.
2: You got it? Sorry, 14,
0: number 10. He hit him so hard he's snoring. Two, medic, three. Jesus. Holy fuck. That's weird. You get hit in the head so hard he's snoring. Um uh, Blue State Rob says, How was he standing with a fractured skull? I don't think his um skull was fractured until that incident where that we just saw. He wasn't yet struck. What you saw was the um, amount of contact that was made. This isn't the story isn't over yet, though. Um Because the guy who's uh, accused of doing this, that fucking idiot, well, the guy that did do it, uh, I think his name is DePape or DePap, David DePap. He called the local TV station. Check this out. Now, a stunning twist to the release of video showing the attack on Paul Pelosi inside his San Francisco home.
3: Well, the man charged with the attack, David DePap, called our Amber Lee. Amber joining us now with this bizarre and seemingly scripted message. Amber. Christina, Greg, David DePap called me from San Francisco County Jail this afternoon. Love her voice. The call was unexpected. I had originally reached out to him last year after his arrest. At the start of our conversation this afternoon, he told me he wanted to make a statement and that I could recall the call.
0: Uh, She's meant to say record the call. She said recall the call. Drop the hammer. Nope. Nope.
3: This body cam video of David Pap attacking Paul Pelosi. Oh! The husband of God former damn. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi was released Friday morning by the San Francisco DA's office. Prosecutors say it shows Pap holding a hammer.
0: He's smiling. He is smiling. One call
3: from the Pelosi home in Pacific Heights. Pap strikes Pelosi in the head, knocking him to the floor. Hours later, I received a phone call from DEPAB while I was in the KTVU newsroom. Now that you all have seen the body cam footage, I have an important, an important message for everyone in America. You're welcome. Freedom and liberty isn't dying.
0: Freedom and liberty isn't dying.
3: It's being killed systematically and deliberately. The people killing it have names
0: and addresses. So I got their names and addresses so I could pay them a little visit and I have a hard to heart chat about their bad behavior.
3: De Pap offers an wow. apology, not for the attack that seriously injured Pelosi and left him hospitalized for several days with a fractured skull. The apology was for what he says he didn't get to do.
0: I want to apologize to everyone. I messed up. What I did was really bad. I'm so sorry I didn't get more of them. I'm sorry I didn't get more of them. Holy fuck. It's my own fault. No one else is to blame. I should have come better prepared.
3: The suspect in the Pelosi attack says that he spent all his time exposing online what he calls government corruption, mm-hmm. only to have his freedom of speech silenced, with his website shut down. I have a lot more to say. I had a website of over 300 pages. That's 300 pages of stuff they don't want you to hear. I'm in the process of trying to set up a new site
0: out of the reach of tyrannical global global fascist and their internet censors.
3: Our conversation lasts.
0: This is the type of shit that the former listeners of this show, they, they probably right now are listening to this guy and worshiping him or jacking off.
3: ...just under five and a half minutes. I wasn't able to challenge his statements and ask follow-up questions. He tells me he did not want to jeopardize his case. DePAP faces state charges of attempted murder and elder abuse, as well as charges in federal court for kidnapping. He has pleaded not guilty. His next court date is scheduled for February 23rd. Yeah, I think that when we heard that he had called the newsroom, we were a little surprised Shock. ourselves. What were you thinking when you received the call? One when- Scoop! When it came on my cell phone, I didn't recognize the number. I picked it up, and there was an automated voice yeah. telling me it was a call from the San Francisco County Jail, and that it was from DePay. So of course I took the call, and yes, I was just as surprised as everyone else. Yeah, and it did sound very much yeah. scripted, as if he was reading off of a piece of paper, very robotic as well.
0: That's what it. It was Damar Hamlin.
3: Sounded like he did say to me at the very start of the conversation that he wanted to make a statement.
0: Oh, oh wow! Tonight, yeah. Amber. Amber, Holy you. shit! You. Great reporting. All she did was uh, played a fucking uh, recording. I mean, come on, she, it's, it, it fell in her lap. Wasn't that great? It was all right. Holy shit! I absolutely hated pricking my fingers. You get these. Ca- Kenny Rice. He came on her cell phone. Weird wording. not guilty. He's on multiple cameras doing it. My God. It's like when Conor McGregor said he apologizes for absolutely nothing. Chris says she sounds like she was hit with a hammer. Come on. I liked her voice. My God. All right. Anyway, that is uh, that is that is quite a thing. Holy shit. Um, okay, I'm not gonna be able to finish this show if I don't pee. So I know there's only a handful of minutes left, but I I it's that bad. I thought I could make it and I can't. I will be right back. All right, back and uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. In attendance, right now, we have a lurker. The multi-talented Marcy Vander whatever you say. How do you say your name? Marcy Vanderplug is here. Marcy is part of that uh, wayward pack of former audience members known as the Zania. Glad you are here, Marcy. It's good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Hope you have a nice day. Thank you for being here and supporting the Eric Zane Show podcast. It has been too long. Obviously, you've realized that I'm right about everything. Otherwise, why else would you be here? You've made me very happy with your understanding and realization that all of you former Zaniacs are batshit crazy. And since you are now realizing that and realize that all of that nonsense was all of your fault, you're coming back and I'm welcoming you back. So thank you, Marcy for being here. Um, you want to come to uh Bosco's, we can uh we can accommodate you. We you know, bring the whole group. We can have burgers, and uh yeah, it'll be fantastic. Okay? But don't get out of line because Doug will kick ass. She left, guys. She left. So I was tipped off when I was taking a leak that, um, mighty Marcy was in attendance. So she's lurking. Linda says she's been lurking for a while. Now I noticed last week, Tyler says Zane will prepare his special sauce for the Zaniac burgers. No, I would, I would not fuck with their food. I would not do that. That's too much. Can't do that. All right, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, there's a dude in West Michigan who uh, is just a fucking idiot. This is this is just a remarkable story. Um, this guy is like a uh, home improvement specialist. It seems like I hear about this so often. It's remarkable to me how many people in this industry do what you're about to hear audio check video check here we go
3: Michigan state police investigation is looking into the business practices of a grand rapids builder his companies have drawn complaints from angry customers some of those customers have been talking to our target aid investigator henry erb
1: who i love i love this
0: guy henry erb
3: i just want my stuff.
1: And this Ionia County couple had help from two Kentwood police officers to get it. On a cool December morning, they all trooped into the elite home and stone supply just off Broadmoor. They were after some granite countertops Nicole and Bill Thompson had already paid for. He said it would be a week and then he would have it installed.
0: Notice they have a popcorn machine in their house. I love these people.
1: Week later, no call, no show. Their countertops remained plywood for weeks.
3: It's just been one excuse after another
1: they say the company made appointments they take off work to meet the crew but nobody'd show up the frustration is about more than the time and the money nicole inherited from her father and was using for the kitchen remodel
3: i lost my dad and it was just something part of my inheritance that uh-huh. i wanted something nice from something that i could look at maybe. You know, do the family memories that we did growing up.
0: Okay, now that's a heartbreaker. What she just said right there makes me want to cry. I mean, how how that is absolutely touching to hear that. I just want a memory. Cooking and stuff together and having
3: a good family gathering in the kitchen.
1: And
0: that's how we all... Oh, this is great. They are making this guy look like such a piece of shit. And that's what you got to do if you're a good reporter. Lay the groundwork. Now you got the, the, the homeowner, the lady is upset. The money that her dad gave her to, uh, when he died, all she wants is a nice kitchen.
1: I mean, come on and let's go. Let's go get the countertops. Motherfucker. Up a couple of days later with a Kentwood police officer politely. Never asked. trust a
0: douche wearing a hat like that. Unless if you're my pal, Jimmy, my pal, Jimmy wears hats like that. Then he's not a douche, but this guy looks like such a fucking douche.
1: Asking business owner Eric King if the Thompsons could get their granite so another installer could finish the kitchen.
3: Yeah, have them pull in the back and okay. it's all right there. Right.
1: I'll go. And that's what they did. The Thompsons got their granite.
0: We are so far behind. We have a bunch of clients. It happens every year. Everybody's trying to get everything done. Okay, so. This guy is making the excuse to the cop. Oh, yeah, we got the countertops. You can have them, and uh, we're just behind. So that doesn't explain the, um, you know, the uh, disappearing act. I think that's what what pisses people off the most is when you get ghosted like that. I mean, my God. Um, But whatever. So this might end with, oh, okay, so they got their countertops back. It's all a good story. It's all good. Yes, this guy fucked up, but uh, no big deal, right? Wrong!
3: I'm happy. I
1: got my happy ending. But that's not even half the story. As the Thompson's countertops were being loaded, Eric King was out front being frisked and handcuffed. He was under <laughs> arrest. Nothing to do with the granite business, but with a lawsuit against his now-defunct company called King Builders. Okay, so the cops knew they were going to end up arresting him. They
0: don't tell him that till they get the countertops back. And then they go, oh, hey, by the way.
1: A judge had issued a warrant because King missed a court date. And wanted police to bring him in to reveal his assets.
0: We want justice, number one.
1: The arrest is connected to Andrew Asasi's lawsuit. He says his family hired King to build a small cottage on some land up north and gave him $60,000 to get started.
0: He had said that
1: he would have the property built in a little over three months. In the trench? But Asasi says months went by, some dirt got moved around, fun for kids to play in, but not much happened. After more than a year, Asassi says he'd heard enough excuses, went to court and got a judgment. But the family is still trying to get the money back.
0: Looks like we're not going to see any of it unless, of course, the money is somewhere else. and Holy
1: shit. Aware of. The Asassi family's not alone. King Builders has three other judgments against it in Kent County Circuit Court. King owes Trinity Baptist Church in Grand Rapids $156,000 for work the church says it paid for, but King failed to do. And a couple of suppliers got judgments totaling more than $100,000. And as we've seen, Eric King's newest venture is distressing some customers, too. They include the deputy mayor of Ionia. He finally got new countertops. Deputy mayor? Oh, shit. But he ended up getting them from somebody else. That's why I think we trusted him too much too soon.
0: Yeah, I don't... It's remarkable to me what happens in these... uh, it, It always seems to be this line of work... Any, any line of business where they get the money up front like that, it just seems like they fucking
1: take it and don't deliver the goods. What the fuck? Maluski says King comes across as a charming guy when he's selling a job, but he says King missed installation dates and broke promises. The final straw was just after King missed another install date when he was arrested. He describes how in a phone conversation he tried to pin King down to the next promised delivery. So what I'm hearing from you is that you will reach out to our contractor by, say, 8 p.m. tonight and arrange a installation date later this week. Yes, we'll do that. That was the last communication I had with him. Our contractor did not hear from him. Oh, no. He says his kitchen remodel contractor ate the loss of a $5,800 payment when they had to buy the countertops from a different supplier. Holy shit. to get the money back from King. This... Shouldn't have to happen to anybody else going forward. We had questions for Eric King, but he didn't respond to our emails. A state police detective was planning on talking to him this week. A prosecuting attorney will eventually decide whether or not he broke any laws. Jesus. I targeted investigator, Henry Herb.
0: I had a, um, years ago, I had a bunch you of work. You built a lifetime Oops. of savings. and. In- I had a bunch of work done in the backyard. And um, part of um, it was like some sprinkler work. And so the guy who was doing the backyard, he says to me, he goes, okay, yeah, uh, where I'm going to hire this local company. And uh, the local company did the work. And uh, I paid the money to the dude who was doing the backyard. And then he pays the money to the people that he contracted. In this case, the sprinkler company. Except he didn't. He kept all the money. And so it was... Uh, you know, a, a very extensive amount of uh, work and a lot of money, and uh, he took. He should have uh, paid them. That's what the deal was, but he never did. And months later, the sprinkler company, who I still work with to this day, they they knock on my door. They go, "Hey, do you know of?" I go, "Well, yeah, that's a guy working in my backyard." They go, "Yeah, he, he never paid us," and uh, I'm like, "Oh my god!" So like a lot of money. Uh oh. And, um, they actually, I found out the sprinkler company could have sought the losses from me. Like I would have to pay it. So, um, I reached out to the guy and I'm like, Hey dude, uh, what the fuck you didn't pay them. And, uh, He's making up, it sounded like one of these guys in his fucking store excuses, kicking the can down the road. Oh, there was a, it was a paperwork issue. Uh, my internet didn't cut, went out. My internet went out. My, my tux didn't come back from the cleaners. But I'm like, holy shit. Uh, they ended up just eating the loss. And they, they said, they, they said, yeah, we, we could get it back from you, but you're a valued customer. We're not going to do that to you. So they they got screwed in that deal. Holy shit. It should be, um, the norm that no, uh, I only want to work with a company that you get no money up front, zero, do the job. I'll pay you when it's done. Fuck you. That's what we need. Anybody, if anybody tries to, uh, fucking like when Joe Martinez works in my basement, he doesn't say you got to pay me up front. I'll look him in the face and say, madre es una puta. Right there, motherfucker. Can you believe this shit? People are assholes. Fuck. All right. Asshole of the day, coming up next. Kent County Health Department says, Call upon them if you need anything concerning the WIC program. Keeping food on the table is of, uh, Utmost importance, Kent County Health Department wants to help you with that. Reach out to them, accesskent.com slash health. They can also help you with everything concerning vaccinations for the little ones. If your kids are under vaccinated um, in terms of measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, cervical cancer vaccine, these are all important things. Get those taken care of for little or no cost if you qualify through the Kent County Health Department. Thank you to Rick at TC Paintball. chopping at the bit to get a February date for a paintball war. Thanks, spring, baby. Pitchers and catchers report this month coming up in February. Holy shit, it won't be long. TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. Book an event for you, your crew, your family, kids in the neighborhood, bros, bachelor party, bachelorette party, workplace team building, Fully stock pro shop. You just walk in, drop the money down. They give you everything you need. You can rent all the stuff. It's so much fun. Maybe it'll become a a hobby or even more than that. Whatever you need to buy, buy it there. It's awesome. TC Paintball, an amazing attraction in West Michigan. When it comes to buying flooring, there's only one place to buy it at an absurdly low price, much lower than anybody else in the entire industry. That is Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. All right, it's a massive warehouse that they buy massive quantities of the best brands, best-selling products, and put them right within eye view of you, stacked up, ready to go. I love this flooring. There you go. How many boxes you want? How big's your room? Kent or one of the other dudes there will do a little math after you tell them the size of the room and boom, you're in business. Load that shit up in your minivan and off you go. You will pay a much lower price at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet than anywhere else in West Michigan and beyond. It's worth the trip to go there. That's how much money you're going to save. And mention my name. Save 10%. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Thank you so much for being part of the show. They are located on Chicago Drive in West Michigan, Uh, just on the north side of the street, right behind the little Caesars. Okay. Right by that downtown area there, that little quaint little downtown they have actually to the uh, west of it a little bit, but, uh, in that area. And last but not least, can't forget Bosco's pub. I'm quickly learning how to assemble the burgers appropriately. I, I am not allowed to cook the food that is Doug. I am a kitchen assistant. I'm preparing the buns so that they are toasted appropriately. I drop the fries on the flip. He's flipping the burgers. That's when you drop the fly. Oh, not the flies. Fuck me fries. And then I assemble the burgers. I really want to try this steak burger because so you have the patty that's cooking seasoned perfectly when it's time for the finishing touch. He, um, puts sauteed onions, sauteed mushrooms, a one sauce and Swiss cheese over that to hold it all together on the bun is another special sauce that they make. Okay. And then the Patty goes on with bacon, uh, on it. I think they put bacon on it. No, I'm getting confused. This is why I'm, I'm new. So I have to ask lots of questions while I'm there. Anyway, Try that steakhouse burger. It looks awesome. I got to try it. And I really need to be careful because if Doug's going to send me home with food every night, I'm really going to get to be like Ben Wait and give myself diabetes. And I can't do that. So I got to actually uh, turn off the fucking uh, tap on that and say, no, don't send me home with any food. I got to eat some lettuce for fuck's sake. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. Go there. If I'm there, I'm coming out to see you. Ask for me. Friday, the asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball was the Memphis Black Cops. That's a shit show. Holy fuck. Uh, the asshole of the day today is easy. It's Marcy. Uh, for lurking to start some shit with your old pal Eric Zane which she promptly realized I could see her on there and she bailed. See you Marcy. Thanks for playing. Folks, that is the Eric Zane Show podcast. I want to thank you for being part of it. I, uh, uh, for the dogs, the NFK, the queen of the forest. I thank all of you. You're an amazing, amazing group of people. As we are getting close to the 1,000 show mark, I believe today is 990s. 990. Thank you so much.